Welcome to Speak Sis Podcast, where we speak in boldness and support each other in love. I'm Chelsea, and I'm on the mic tonight with my two lovely counterparts, Daisha. What's up, y'all? And Chastity. What up, what up? Tonight's episode will be part two of the question box, which was one of our most played episodes. If you haven't already, go ahead and check out part one of the question box episode. So while I shake up the question box, tell me how y'all's day went. You don't even want to hear mine, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Today has been a day, let me tell you. Fires, <laughs> evacuation. You're not buildings. a burn victim, are you? I'm not a burn okay. victim. Good. You know, we had to evacuate some buildings today, and it's just—it's been a long day. It's been a long day. What um, about you, Daisha? Um, today was a short day for me, surprisingly. Um, short day in his work, my work history. So, um, I was able to come home, and I still didn't really rest as much as I thought I would. But you know, it—it it was today was really, really, really cool. Um, one of my interns came in today, and so. I had company at work today, but not for long. So it will, it went really good. Okay. Well, I had a tough day and this is probably the highlight of my day. So let's go ahead and get started. <laughs> so the first question says, what made y'all want to start a podcast? Well, Chelsea, it was your idea to start the podcast. What so is? what made you want to start the podcast with us? Um, so it's something that I wanted to do for a while. I really wanted to start a podcast and I wanted it to revolve around missing person cases of African-Americans and Hispanics, but I didn't feel like that I could carry the the podcast by myself. Like I feel like it wouldn't be, um, I don't want to say entertaining, entertaining because that's a serious topic, but if I did want to talk about a less serious topic, I didn't feel like I could do it by myself. So reached out to a couple of people and I had reached out to my friend Naya to see if she wanted to do it but she was like nah I ain't feeling it and then I had reached out to y'all and y'all was like girl let's get it let's do it and here we are today oh, yeah. yeah and it's been really awesome I really look forward to doing it and preparing for it and just like coming together with my sisters and and talking about some good stuff so I've enjoyed the process yeah me too I think it's always like fun to just take everything that we talk about on a normal basis and now every now the world could be a part of our conversations that we already have yeah, yeah. so because we had many conversations where we like dang this need to be recorded or we should have recorded that you know so I like that part about it too so our next question says how did you ladies meet <laughs> I met Chaz in 2010 2010 at AUM you know, mm-hmm. graduated from AUM, RV University at Montgomery, whoop, whoop. Um, and um, that's how we met. We we met through um, women's Bible study, I want to say. And yep. we just like just grew from like grew from there. We're in the same major, weren't we? Were we taking like some classes together? No, I, then we took a few classes. You together. started in nursing, didn't you? I did. Oh, yeah. You was gonna be yeah. a nurse. I started. <laughs> I started in accounting. What? Yep, I sure did. And I, I think we took um we took finance mm-hmm. together. <laughs> How old are y'all? No, I'm just one. <laughs> <laughs> Too old. But yeah, I they should, I I met you through Navia um 
when I was getting ready to go to school at AUM. And the only person I knew from AUM was Navia, and she was about to leave. She was getting ready to graduate, and she was like, it's okay, I'm going to hook you up with my friend, Daisha. And she gave me your number, and that's when I – I think I called you and you told me about Phase 3. Well, actually, Navia told me about Phase 3. Shout out to Phase 3, by the way. But, yeah, phase 3, I, I woo. <laughs> I went ahead and jumped on in with Phase 3 and you, and, I mean, we just been – we just been kicking it ever since. And Chaz, I think me and you met at Hole when you mm-hmm. and M were dancing. And I don't know. I think I just randomly started a conversation with y- with y'all. You did. <laughs> what you, you trying to say? Chaz, you were Chaz, like that. You were like all in. I was. I was. Chaz, you you still that way though. Like you would walk up and just have a conversation with anybody. I I do, and I admire that because I don't have that gift. I don't. <laughs> I'm not about to just talk. You know, mine is off and on. Sometimes I be feeling it. Sometimes I don't. It'd be like I'll never feel it. <laughs> zero tolerance for walking up to anybody. <laughs> like no, honey. I don't mind talking to random people. I like it, you know. But Chaz be like, "You gonna get nope. shot?" <laughs> and I'm just gonna walk away. <laughs> Keep walking up to these folks. Hey, I have a follow up yeah. question to that question though. Okay. So, what are you guys' first impression of us when we when we first met? Oh, what was my first impression of you, Daisha? I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. You were just really nice. And I was like, she has really pretty hair. That's what I, th- I think I said. I said she has some nice hair. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, I think you were just a nice person. Like, I don't, I don't remember, like, saying anything to myself, like, dang, this girl. Me, blah, blah, blah. With you, even with you and M, Chaz, I was like, they are really nice. And I think me just seeing Daisha and me seeing you, Chaz, and M, like, I was like, I really want to be involved. Like, y'all just seem so involved in everything, and that just made me want to be involved even more. Man, that was the good, good old days, man. Girl, that's the days when you had a lot of energy. <laughs> you Chelsea, right. when I first met you, I realized that you were just really, like, uh, you were, like, very ambitious, like, you was just like, so um, when are y'all doing this? Can can I come with this? And he, like, he was just all in. I was like, okay. I remember talking to Desmond because Desmond was trying to, like, you know, help me get in my leadership role. Shout out to Desmond. Um, and uh, I was like, man, Chelsea, she's she's new to AUM, but she she's a, she's ambitious. She's willing to, you know, do whatever. So, um yeah, I, I expect that. Now, Chaz, I just thought you didn't play, man. You were just so serious, man. <laughs> I remember when me and Tisha, do you remember? Of course you remember Tisha because she's your friend. But um, we would, like, joke around a lot. And Chaz would be like, listen, I, I ain't got time for this. Y'all ready to go? <laughs> that is still that way. She still got a zero tolerance for anything. She's like, uh-uh, honey. The man that was talking to us in Walmart the other day, he said something about y'all y'all in school or something like that. Chaz was like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Even get a man the time I of day. Can't, I, can't, I, can't not. I just can't do small talk. <laughs> Clearly. That's bad. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so the next question says, What music artists have you been sort of heavy on? Oh, I'm gonna let you go first, Chance. Okay. Um I have been listening to well, I would say this CD, Molly Music, the transition of Molly. Shout yes. out to Molly, Broken Spirit. Yes, this this new CD by Molly is it has been it's been good. It's been great. I I, I love it. I think this is his best CD yet. But um, 
That and I've kind of been on some lunch lately, seated yes. at the table. Yes. And um, of course, like my, you know, I've just been on. I like I said, I don't have. I don't have like Pandora. I listen to Pandora or whatnot, but um, and it just randomly plays a station. So I'm on like a Tasha Cobb stage station, and so I listen to a lot of Tasha Cobbs and stuff like that. Okay. So, um, for me, I love music. Like I really do. Um, and. I've been on a big variety of music. So I've been on this uh, album called Elevation Worship. It has like Tasha Cobbs on it. It has Ty Tribute on it. It has the Walls Group. And I think um, Travis uh, Green. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so all of them, they're on it. And it's a collective of worship songs. And it's amazing. Um, I've been on Trip Lead, the Waiting Room album. Mm, that is a good. good one, man. He talks about like a lot of perseverance and like just kind of making it or whatever. His his album has been really good for me. Um, I also been on this girl. Her name is Rhapsody. Listen, Layla's wisdom. That this this the truth. Y'all need to go listen to it. You know what's her name? Rhapsody. Rhapsody. She she was just nominated for a Grammy as well. She didn't win. But she should have won, in my opinion. But that's a whole other story. I know I, I have another person too. There's this dude, his name is Quinn92. He is off the chain. Um, and I've been on his album as well. Oh, and one more person. There's this girl. <laughs> I love music, y'all. There's this girl. Her, she's new. Her name is Ye- Yeba. Is Abby spelled backwards? She only has one mm-hmm. song on Apple Music, but yo, she is dope. Y'all need to go listen to her too. Okay, so we got Yeba, and I want to check out Rhapsody. I'm gonna, I'm gonna when you when you tonight. when you uh listen to Rhapsody, listen to Black and Ugly. That's my favorite song. Black yeah. and Ugly. I'm sorry, say what? No, I'm just going. Okay. <laughs> okay, I will listen to Black and okay. Ugly. Uh, for me, I've been listening to Janelle Monae's Django Jane for like a couple of weeks now. I freaking love that song because it really just it really just celebrates like the black woman and resilience of a black woman. So I really love that song. And I've been listening to Corian Hawthorne. I think that's how you pronounce her first name. And she had a song that was featured on Greenleaf. It's called Won't He Do It. I love that song. Um, as far as new artists, I'm not really like heavy off into who's out and who's doing what. But um, like for me, if it's not a hit, I probably don't know it. I listen to like a lot of early 2000 taking over for the 9 so, yeah. 2000 girl look I'm in there that's me right now. <laughs> okay so next question what are your go to natural hair products uh, mine would be uh, Carol's Daughter I use Carol's Daughter uh, shampoo and conditioner um, I use uh, As I Am coconut co-wash that's amazing. Um, I use this three-minute deep conditioner. I can't think of the name of it. It's in a, a purple bottle. I, um, and I use Echo Styling Gel and Cantu Curl Activator. And my, okay. I have a process or whatever, but you didn't ask about the process. But Mm-mm, I didn't ask that. Ouch. Um. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I love Eco Styling. Is it Eco or Echo? Eco. Eco. I love Eco Styling Gel. 
Um, I just use the olive oil kind, but I want that black, uh, is it castor oil, black castor oil, flaxseed? I want that one. So, you know, if you're listening out there and you want to get it for me, um, I'll give you my P.O. box when we get to the end of this podcast. So, yeah, I want that uh, Eco Styler Gel, and I use the that line of Black Jamaican Castor Oil by Shea Moisture. Freaking love that. And what else do I use? Oh, Argan Oil Grease. I use that. I don't, do people still grease their scalp? I don't know. Nobody. I still, still grease mine. Scalp. I put olive oil at the tip of the um, mine. Okay. Well, yeah. I use that. And I use those dollar and 42 cent packets of uh, deep conditioner. It's by olive oil. No, it's by Palmer's, but it's olive oil. Uh, deep conditioner at Walmart. I'm not really that fancy. Like, I don't do all the extra stuff, but yeah, those yeah. are my go to products. I used to. I used that um, Jamaican black castor oil from Shea Moisture as well, and I used the whole line. Um, and otherwise, I just use coconut oil. Like I'll buy it from the like Walmart. It's like the organic coconut oil, and I use that on my hair and skin as well. Um, and basically, yeah, that's all I use. Like I would. Well, you said we're not talking about processes, so that's fine. yeah, <laughs> because there is a process to the natural hair. It's an art. Yes, it's it is. Art. Yes, it is. It is. You got to set a whole day aside to Let wash your hair. You, if you doing your, if you are doing your natural hair correctly, it takes a whole day. Like when you, when it's wash day, it's it's a day. It's a day. But do you process. think that it's really that deep though? Because I used to be like that. Like I just cut my hair off. This like my third big big chop, and I'm feeling highly liberated, highly melanated. Yeah. But. Do y'all really think it's that deep? Because I feel like in the 60s and 70s, they had black magic grease and castor oil, and they called it a day. And they froze was out here looking glorious. I don't think it's that deep. That's why I feel like I know that the natural hair um, market is, like, booming right now. Because everybody got natural hair products, you know what I mean? But I just don't feel like it's that deep. I don't think you have to do all this extra stuff. The first time I went natural, like I was transitioning, I had bought so much stuff and it did nothing for my hair. But that was before I knew my hair type and all that good stuff. But it's like, I I just don't be feeling like it's that deep anymore. I will say, when I first went natural versus now, um, when I first went natural, I didn't do as much as I did now. But And I don't think my hair was as healthy as it is now. And so I do like... I do a lot now. Like, I, I didn't deep condition back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, I wash, like, you know, because I'm still in the mindset of relaxer. You just wash it, you condition it, you wash it out. And so, you know, that's what yeah. I was doing. And nowadays, I deep condition and, you know, use protein packs and stuff like that and just make more manageable with my hair. So, I, I, I think it's necessary, but to each his own, everybody's hair texture is different. My hair gets really dry, so I can't just not like I, I notice if I don't deep condition I can see a difference like if I don't if I'm not consistent with the products that I use I can use water that's just yeah, like can, Daisha she just uses yeah, she water, just use water you know but see here listen Daisha happy nappy okay where I'm listen, just, exactly where's where? way listen where? it does where? and trust me like I have like a big hair clock in my brush now from washing my hair yesterday and not combing it last week. My hair is something that I don't take good care of my hair, though. I'm just be honest. But um, I'm, I'm trying. I actually am going to do a chop as well. I did, I've been talking about it for the last two years. But no, do not cut your hair. I'm going to cut it. And I'm going to not cut it down low, but I'm going to cut it down. And I'm going to color it again. Gotcha. So. 
Okay. So how do you balance life, work, school, and other obligations? I don't. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, like it's hard to balance life, work. Unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, um, I'm not in school right now, but um, and other obligations. Um, it's hard to balance, but you just have to sit down and get it done. Um, you have to be realistic with yourself. I have to be realistic with myself on what I can do. Um, and understanding that I, if I don't take care of myself, I can't do any of it. That's what I've been trying to mm-hmm. put in my head now. I'm trying to get back on my healthy journey, healthy lifestyle. And so, uh, speaking of that, if you haven't heard the emotional eating episode, go and look, listen to it after this one, just to put that plug in there. But um, mm-hmm. I just try to just make sure I make time for myself nowadays. Like the past couple of weeks, I've been just going to the river and just listening to the water and- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, like that's, that's, that's you that is you 100% out in nature just exploring <laughs> you might as well walk on up here one day <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez so- but I wish you Deja like I um I think what you said about just taking time for yourself that's in balancing, you know, life, whatever obligations you mm-hmm. have. Um, definitely, you know, in regards to, like, planning, of course, you know, writing things down, keeping a planner to keep <laughs> up with stuff. Um, and just, you know, taking time for yourself, making sure you're keeping your health up, going exercising and all that jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing at you. <laughs> I ain't even finna go in on her to just say keep your health up. That's right, people. But no, I'm just saying, Taz, we gotta we gotta do, we gotta lead by example. What, what am I not doing to keep my health up? <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. I've been in the gym every day this week except today. Where we just came from. We did just leave Apple Bees and I did just get a burger and fries. <laughs> <laughs> I did. But you know what? I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. That's a part of self-care right there. I had to eat that burger because it... <laughs> no, ma'am. That's your lie. <laughs> it, made, it made me realize how much I need to care for myself. <laughs> you had to I eat the burger, burger to, to make you realize. <laughs> but I'm, I'm with Taz on that. I'm sorry, Nisha. Uh, I'm, I'm with... Not. I'm not. not. But exactly. um, for me, I just like... I take time for myself, like you said, Daisha. One day, I was really, really frustrated and Chad suggested. She was like, I think you need to just leave and come back. Like, you know, take a walk or something. And that really did help me. So I realized just when I'm, you know, under pressure from all the things that I have to balance that I do just kind of have to stop and, you know, gather myself and then get back to it. So that's how I balance stuff. I have to make time for myself, take take care of myself, because if I don't, I'm not going to be any good in other areas that I need to work in. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. That's good. That's the biggest thing. All right. So, what is one thing that you have started to notice about yourself that you didn't notice in the past? Um, that's a good one. That's deep right there. Well, I'll go ahead and go while y'all think. Um, I think for me, I noticed that I was an emotional eater, like Daisha did mention the emotional eating episode. Um, I think I realized that for sure, maybe like two years ago, and before I didn't know that, and that was well, maybe like in 2016, I noticed that, and I didn't notice it before. 
uh, that I was an emotional eater. Like when I was sad or upset, I would eat. Um, when I was happy, I would eat. If I was bored, I would eat. I was just out of control. But now I'm learning to control my eating habits more, and it's really helping me a lot. I'm not where I want to be with my weight by any means, but I'm learning to control my eating habits. Like, you know, I don't have to go to food for comfort. So, yeah. And I don't, another thing I just want to add on, I don't think I know the Lord doesn't want us to find comfort in food. And people may think it sounds silly to be like, you know, food is a demon, but it really can be. And it can really take over your life. Like, that's how people get on my hundred six, my um 600 pound life. No, no lie. I really feel like sometimes that's how it happens. You know, they be like, I got thyroid problems. No, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right, what was the next question? Okay, next question. What is your biggest fear? My biggest fear was losing someone that I love. But now I think my biggest fear is, um, well, it's been this too, but more so this now is just failing the the people that I love or failing myself. Um, But the Lord is healing me in that area. So it's, 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 it's becoming not my biggest fear. Because we don't operate in fear. We're not supposed to, at least. Okay. What about you, Chaz? Um, I think my biggest fear... um, Not living up to my potential. uh, And just being complacent in life. I never, like, want to get to a certain age in life and just look back and, and think to myself that I didn't accomplish what I wanted to do in life. And so... Yeah, that's that's me. And also, I'm afraid of snakes and swim and drowning because I can't swim. Girl, I can't swim either. <laughs> I just need to learn. I really do. I really. I'm. A, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna take some classes this summer. I really need to learn. How Chaz, to you know, we've known each other since 2010. We've said that every summer. <laughs> you know what? This summer is gonna be different. And I'm gonna tell you guys on the on the podcast, whatever podcast we do this summer, I'm gonna tell you guys that I've learned how to swim. So all right. For me, one of my biggest fears is losing my teeth. <laughs> 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 I'm for real. I have this dream and it keeps coming back about me losing my teeth. And I like I wake up and I'm bare mouth and it's sunk in and I'm like <laughs> what I'm what I'm supposed to do now but that like for real that is a really big fear of mine losing my teeth Jesus please don't ever let me lose my teeth while I'm young Lord. but th- you can get dentures no ma'am I don't want no dentures man my grandma had dentures I, but listen that was your grandmother okay I'm I'm 26 <laughs> I don't want dentures at 26 and no. I can't afford implants so my grandma had dentures too, but she was like seventy four. So yeah. Hey, listen though, Chels. Nobody would know unless you say something. My husband gonna know. He gonna be embarrassed. <laughs> He's like, baby, make sure you keep <laughs> your teeth sitting on the uh, right. The hey, you know, my old lady. My old lady got do <laughs> no ma'am. <laughs> That's not how it's hey. gonna go down. Like they they gonna be clowning on my husband. Like that's why your wife got do <laughs> Oh, Belmont. <laughs> hey, Chelsea. Hey, when they come over, he be like, girl, make sure you got your teeth in tonight. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Make sure you got your teeth in. It's going to be certain stuff I can't eat. Oh, yeah. Girl, no. Oh, I ain't going to have no dentures. 
that's one of my biggest fears. <laughs> and um, failing my child is a is a big fear. Like, and just him growing up is scary to me, especially in the in the world that we live in today. It's just scary because I have a son, and I'm like Jesus, you know, protect my child. Yeah. That's a whole nother podcast right there, honey. But yeah. Shout out to shout out to my baby. Yes. Okay. So next question says, do you ever find yourself code switching at work or in public settings? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I do, yeah, definitely. Like, yes. The where I work now, um, it's just I I feel like I have to sometimes. Um not on like a, and when you say code switching, you're meaning like some, you're just changing the way you act and you know, change the way you talk and stuff around certain people. Mm-hmm. I was mainly thinking about the way you talk, like say for instance, you know, with your boss or something, do you talk differently to them than you would yeah. like us? Of course yeah. you would, but I found I found it doing it, you know, and then like like creating new friendships, like when you get to a surrounding where you don't know that many people. I, yeah, oh, yeah, I find yeah. myself doing that too, but now I'm finding myself like kind of going back to who I really am, and it's been very liberating for me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not that pr- much pressure. You know, people can say just be yourself, and this and that, that and this, but that stuff is hard. So yeah, I find myself code switching to whatever environment I I feel like I have to adapt to, but I'm slowly learning mm-hmm. that like you know you can't lose yourself in that process. Right. I was just about to say that I code switch as well, but I I know who I am. And once I get used to you, you gonna you gonna hear this me. <laughs> like you you'll know. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I agree. I do I do it as well. Do y'all think that though, like most of the time when I think of code switch and I think of or people say, you know, they're like black people switch their voice up when they talk to white people. Do y'all think that white people code switch? Yes. I've experienced you do? Yes. I've, I've I've been around some people that start saying words that you know black people would say, like start using slang terms. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't have to say that. You don't have to talk like that with me. Like you can talk how you would regularly. Talk yeah, to I I want people to feel comfortable, totally comfortable around me. Like be yeah. you. At the end of the day, you know what I yeah. mean. You know, so, yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I think that, okay. I was gonna say I had like an example. I worked at this one of the jobs I worked at when I was in college. Um, one of my manager, um, me, me and my manager was at the uh, register and, you know, a Caucasian girl came in and she was acting quote unquote black or ghetto. Um, and she had like a baby in her arm, just a stereotypical thing. And she paid for her shoes. She was loud and she walked out. And um, my manager, who is also a Caucasian woman, um, turned to me and was like, don't you hate when they do that? Like, I can't stand when people try to, like, act and talk black. Does that bother you? And I looked at her and I said, I don't act that way. And wow. she was like, you're so right. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean? Wow. <laughs> um, and she just kept like apologizing. I told her I was like, you know, it's okay. You know, I'm not trying to like make you feel bad, but I want you to realize that you know that I don't act that way because you know me. So why do you think right that I would be offended that she acts the way she acts? I don't understand why you related it to race. And so 
I never, yeah. Because if if we did want to take them, we just say black people not the only ghetto. Exactly. <laughs> it's a lot of different races that can be considered ghetto, you know. But I think people just think of black people when they think yeah. of ghetto. So, okay. Uh, next question: What are y'all? What are your handles? Uh, mine is Chastity Chaz eighteen. Um, and so yeah, I just got on Twitter for real, so it's not really much on there. You, you gonna change that? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I was saying it like that. I was saying it like maybe you should change it to something you like, you know, or maybe you do like that. Never mind. <laughs> she came for you again. No, I was saying you know, how, like she got. Okay, go ahead. That's go the ahead, second time, bro. Brother. I'm sorry, Chaz. If you are you offended, you know, Chaz, you always calls me out. I'm podcast. sorry, <laughs> I'm but sorry, you know what? It's Chaz. okay. You are my sister in Christ. Yeah. Okay, it's okay, um, but. To answer your question, just I may change it one day. <laughs> she, she, who? That's what you should change it to. Boo? No. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> that was just a little joke between me and Chaz. Yes. Um, mine is. Go ahead, Daisha. No, I'm you're sorry. fine. Um, you I'm can go ahead talking. and say yours. Mine is according to her underscore according to her. You know, Chelsea, I really like your name when it was A Yo Chels. I did too, and the reason I had that because people would literally be like, "Hey, yo, chills," and that's where I got it from. But they would just say, you know, my name. But I was like, I want something different. I've had that for so long. I might change it back. Yeah. Though. Um, I don't want to give away my t- Twitter account because I just my Twitter is sacred, man. It's because it's it's with me and the people that I follow. I don't follow that many. I follow a lot of people, but I don't have a lot of people following me. They should. It is private, so you don't gotta add the folks. That's true. So, my Twitter handle is for <laughs> Speak Freedom. But every, you can find me on everything else at Freedom Speaks. So, underscore Freedom Speaks. And I've had that name for a very long time. Very long. Freedom Speaks. Yep. Okay. So, next question says, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? My lack of self deem uh <laughs> for <laughs> I'm sorry. I had two thoughts in my head at once. I'm sorry, I feel like I keep grabbing you. I'm sorry. I, I had I had two <laughs> thoughts in my head at once. So the first thought was my my um my lack of self discipline. I was gonna say my lack of self self discipline and refer to your Twitter. Change <laughs> weak. I'm weak. It's I'm talking sorry. about me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yes. Okay, we listen. You didn't have Okay, discipline. I have, didn't okay. have discipline, but I was thinking about your tweet earlier when you was like you had a food demon inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I couldn't get it out. <laughs> so I was about to say my lack of self food demon or something. I don't know what I was about to say. <laughs> Oh, yeah, gosh. so um, if I had discipline, I would definitely be a lot further in life right now. Okay, I see you on. Um, I'm gonna say mine is, I guess, kind of related to yours, kind of. Um, 
Mine is I I wish that I can finish things that I start. Like I have a lot of ideas and I have a lot of ambitions and things that I want to do in life and I start on them and I just, you know, sometimes don't finish them or have finished them. And so I just want to complete things, complete projects that just, just finish what I started in life. Amen. For me, if I could change one thing, it would probably be my last name. I would change my last name. And I'm not talking about getting married. Um, I have a last name that is the last name of my auntie daddy, but that ain't my mama daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my mama daddy. So, um, you know, shout out to my grandma. Don't know what happened, but yeah, I got that last. I got my grandma's husband's last name. But like I said, that's my auntie daddy. That's not my mama daddy. So technically, I don't think I'm kin to these people. So yeah, I would definitely change my last name, which that's something I can do. Is is definitely something I want to do is change my last name because I don't want my child to be in school doing a history report, a family history report, and he gets stuck because it's like, you know, I don't even know these people. So yeah, I would I would change my last name. Cool. All right, so if you could further, if someone wanted to further their relationship with Christ, what conferences would you recommend? Also, what Bible do you recommend? Um, I'm going to say a conference, the Legacy Disciple. That's a really good conference. I think any believer in whatever stage of their walk with Christ, whatever stage you're in, attending that conference is so beneficial for you because it teaches you how to be a disciple and it teaches you, you know, about, I guess the, the topics are more relevant to what's going on in, in the world. And so the last one was in Chicago last summer in 2017. And it was about, um, you know, more social justice issues and how to relate that back to the Christian faith and whatnot and, you know, what parts you can play. So, yeah. Legacy Disciple is a good one. Yeah, I, I co-signed with Chaz. Legacy Disciple really helped me grow a lot. Um, and just understanding a lot of the things that I was going through in my uh, in my spiritual walk. Uh, they like they had like practical classes, uh, practical workshops. They had workshops about, you know, um, Christ, uh, living a Christian life and being an entrepreneur. They had workshops about is the black church dead? What does multi-ethnic church looks like? Um, we learned about the life of Fannie um, Lou Hamer. It was really, really good. And plus, like, they had concerts and um, vendors set up for, like, books. And it was just really thought out, really well uh, put together. And just their intention was for you to grow. You know, you got some hard truth at the Legacy Disciple Conference. So, and... The second one I would recommend, my I personally use the ESV Study Bible. Um, it's really thorough, um, and I really like the um, like the study that goes with it. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, I would recommend. I went to this conference in North Carolina. I think it was in Raleigh or either Durham. I think it's called the Girl You Rock Conference. Just hashtag that on Twitter or Instagram. Girl You Rock. That one was really good. It's just like um empowerment conference for women. Um, I've also been to the Pinky Promise Conference, which was hosted by Heather Lindsay. And that's a good conference to go to if you're, you know, want to get, you want to develop your relationship with Christ and you want to, uh, let's see, how do I want to say this? Like say for instance, if you're single and you're having, and you're struggling in that area, not saying you're struggling to get a man, but you're struggling to be at peace with yourself. 
Good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, shout out to Heather Lindsay. It's, it's like a conference that that will really help you in your in your singlehood, even if you're married. It's pretty good. Um, the Bible that I would recommend is uh, the New Living Translation Study Bible. I love that Bible because it has it's, it's the Bible, but it's like on each page it breaks down all the verses, so you can really understand what's going on if you read it and don't understand. So yeah. I was just that. Cool. All righty. Did you have a suggestion or did you go? I didn't hear. Oh, that. I didn't say my Bibles. Um, I read the King James Version. So. That's the shit. Old school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have like a particular. That's the best version though, honestly. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I don't have a particular one. So yeah. Okay. Next question. How did your last relationship end? Mm. Through a text message. <laughs> do tell do tell i mean it was like i haven't heard from old dude in a week <laughs> text are we breaking up yes okay so he responded back after that mm-hmm. okay it's like okay wow. well mine ended how did that thing oh i know what it was i was like I when I decided I didn't want to be in a relationship anymore, I asked myself, I was like, is this someone who I think can lead me? And then I was like, no. And then I said, is this someone who I think um who I want to spend the rest of my life with? And I was like, no. These are questions I should have asked myself from the start, but I didn't. And when my answer was no to both of those questions, that's when I was just like, I don't want to be in a relationship anymore and I wish you all the well. That's how my name did. Uh, it's many moons ago. I ain't been in a relationship so long. Um, let's see. Uh, the last. Someone like you got depressed <laughs> about it. <laughs> you all right? I'm sis? all right. Good. I'm all right. I do have, you know. Anyway. <laughs> um. I I think the last one was. I can't remember. It's terrible. I know one guy. Uh. That one time at bank. Yeah, one time at bank. Yeah, one guy I had to block, and he's you had a stalker. No, I didn't have a stalker. I just he was bad for me, and we just bad. We was bad for each other, so I had to block him. Jesus, mm. and I'm just playing. <laughs> So I was like, I've never heard this story before, so I was gonna wait till we got off so you could go into more details. Like, I don't know who she's talking about. But, um, no, but I did block the guy before, but it, we had our we had a conversation before then. But um, the last one was, I think, I want to say, um, it was via text message. But then we met up and kind of confirmed that it was over. Okay. Were any of y'all sad? Were Were either of y'all sad that it ended? I was. Y'all was crying Good in the shower. <laughs> I did cry though. You did. I did cry. Oh my god. Sorry, you. <laughs> I just had to get. I didn't know that you cried. I, I appreciate that. Okay. That's, that's nice. Um, I'm sorry. She just gave me a hook. People. <laughs> oh. I did because I I felt like in a way I felt like it was like I think I was crying from hurt and anger. Yeah. All mixed in one. Mostly anger because I felt that I wasted my time. 
Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I gave, like, I don't just date around, you know, I don't just date anybody. And that's why I've been single, because I don't just, just hop from relationship to relationship. So if I put, if I peak interest in you, then I'm interested, I'm inter- interested in you and I want to be yeah. with you. So it's like, I don't play games. And so when you mess with around with me and mess around with my time, and you waste my time and you just, whatever you feel that you can do out here in these streets, just go from relationship to relationship that kind of stuff made me mad yeah and so I was crying from her and just like you know things that you kind of knew that you shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. like you know when you have those like questions of oh is this right I don't know and the whole time you're just questioning yourself and then you know it finally gets to that point where the Lord's like yeah no but this is not gonna happen and so it's like dang this is hurtful this is really hurtful but I knew kind of knew it was coming yeah type of thing so yeah. I didn't I didn't cry. Of course I was the person who ended it. But um I don't like having my time wasted either, but I think I was more mad at myself than anything cuz I was like I was like what was I thinking type thing, <laughs> you know? So yeah. Yeah. What about you, Daisha? Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. I will say I listened to um I know I was hurt, but I'm not a crier. So I cry. Stuff has to be really devastating for me to cry, um, or it's worship. Um, I didn't cry, but I tell you what, I listened to um, "Escape Understanding" over and over and over and over and over. I don't even know why I listen to that song so much, but <laughs> that was like my my that song and Beyonce had just came out with. Um, no, nah, I ain't even gonna say that because that's gonna show when the last time. I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> she said me I said it just came <laughs> with uh, no shit but um I was hurt but uh me and the person that I, I had ended it with uh we we became friends I'm always I'm terrible at that but um yeah I wasn't I didn't cry I was hurt though but I tell you what that that experience scarred me for long Okay, so enough of that. Right. I want y'all to start crying. Uh, Girl, cry <laughs> uh, the last question says, what is your ideal man? <laughs> A man <laughs> is ideal to me. Because <laughs> I ain't got nail. <laughs> that is ideal. <laughs> what about y'all? Um, my ideal guy would be someone who's funny and, um, who just likes to have a good time, you know, just like down to earth and just likes to have a good time. And also someone with a business sense, a business mindset, and, um, definitely he has to be a Christian because I want to be able to talk about the word with him. You know, I want us to be able to worship the Lord together and be able to talk about God and be able to relate on that note. And so, yeah, I don't, I'm not really that, that choosy. Like I don't have any type of like, you got to be this tall or, or whatnot. Now I ain't trying to date nobody like super short, you know, cause I'm a, I'm a tall girl. Um, but I don't have like any like specific stipulations like that. It's mostly character is important to me. And so who you are as a person that's important to me. So, yeah. 
What about you, Daisha? Girl, I ain't going to lie and say that physicalities don't matter. They have have to be tall. I I really, well, they don't have to be. I really prefer that a guy be tall. Um, I really, like, he has to be tall and he has to love the Lord. Um, Well, even, like, just, I don't mind, you know, being with somebody that's growing in that aspect. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asking for them to be a theologian. Um, I just ask them to have, like, the intentions to just serve the Lord, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, do, just live their life doing that, you know what I'm saying? And somebody that's willing, that that knows what they want. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I always said that I didn't want my husband to be, he didn't have to be, like, a minister or anything. But, because you could be a minister or evangelist wherever you are. Like, you don't have to be on a stage, you know, just by your character as a person, the love you have for people and, you know, following those biblical principles and stuff like that. Um, and that's that's one of the things I always said, too. But I think we're all growing. And I think that's one of the challenges. Sometimes as single Christian women, we may want, like, someone who is, like, this perfect person. And a perfect person don't exist. Only Only God is perfect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we can get caught up in wanting this perfect person, this perfect situation, and it just doesn't pan out that way. And I feel like sometimes it's not compromising on what you want, but just recognizing that people aren't perfect. So, Given that the question box seems to be sort of a popular episode, we are going to make this a consistent segment. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Speak Sis podcast, where we speak in boldness and support each other in love. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Speak Sis. We look forward to your feedback. Until next time, friends.